Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your hosts tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great, and if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, 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 indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? No, Joseph is not her. We are going to get this uh, intro fix for my buddy Wally her. So he can be in there. We're going to make a nice, cool, hip one, I think, uh, for the next time we have the call-ins. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Uh, First off, welcome to Wally. How are you, Wally? Pretty good. Just another day in this nice, sunny HP. There you go. And then, nice. then we have uh, S-Works T- USA team manager oh, and U.S. Open uh, race. Sorry, I'm so loud here. Um, Mr. Tim Lime. What's up, Tim? How are you? Good, guys. How are you guys? I'm good. Some, oh, works calling. Works calling already. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Hey, please, everybody, share this. Uh, let's go. Let's get this. Let's get some people watching. Um, what's up, Tanya? What's up, Jeremy? Fancy intro. You know, I did that myself uh, today. My all on my own. It's not that fancy, but I did it all on my own. Um, has somebody got me on speaker? One of you guys got me on speaker? Okay. No problem. Hey, so anyway, what's up, everybody? Hey, t- someone's all, cut- like all cutting out. Who's cutting out? Am I cutting out again? You are. What? Yeah. Don't start this bootleg wireless already. No, but it's good. It's good. How do how do I sound, everybody? Am I okay? Okay. Well, Maybe I got the bootleg wireless. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Yep. I got you now. Now we're good. Now we're good. So right. you have the bootleg wireless today, right, Nick? Maybe it could be possible. <laughs> What's up? Maybe I'm the bootlegger. All right. Cool. Um. Hey guys, before we go on any further, I just want to say, I want to shout out and say thank you to all of the NNRC squad that support us. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, Without you guys, none of this is possible. Um, This is episode number 99. Episode 100 is coming next week and we're going to have a party for that, like a live party. So be be ready for that. JQ is going to be on too and we're going to do this big next week. And and of course, if he's available, Wally will be here too. Uh, yeah, and thank you to all of the patrons on Patreon that support the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, you guys help keep these keep these bills paid, and hopefully, will help me travel to races next year. So, if you want to become a patron, you like what we're doing, uh, drop us a, a. We we need all the support we can get. Every little bit helps, and it's greatly appreciated. And shout out to the awesome companies that actually support us, and and you know. Hey, advertise with us. Uh, we greatly appreciate their support. And they are, of course, TechnoRC, who brings you this uh, actual podcast, the hotline, as well as RCMX, Beach RC, JQ Racing, uh, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Manscaped.com. Hey, Tim, do you Manscaped? Yes, sir. Do you Manscaped? I, you know, I had a girlfriend bought me one of those. She did? Did you use the promo and, code? Yep. Did you use the promo code? Uh, the, the, no, I think it was way before that. Though. Okay. It was like, I don't have the 2.0 or whatever it is. I have the older version. 3.0, man. Yeah. 3.0. Yeah. I have the 2.0. 3.0 now. Well, step it up, and you can use promo code no name in all caps, and you save 20% off your order. 
Right so, on. There you go. Shout out to manscaped.com. Uh, shout out to, obviously, uh, Rob's Oil for all your Amazon needs, wherever you want that delivered, anywhere. Shout out to our new sponsor, uh, Sun City RC, the Showers family. I'm greatly appreciative of them. They've been big supporters of this podcast for a long time. Joey Showers, Corbin, and Christian, that is the site of the U.S. Open. They have put a lot of money into their track. It looks badass. I can't wait to get there next year. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. And, of course, shout out to JQ Threads. You know, not just a clothing company, a company providing op uh, opportunities. My buddy, Wally Builds. Send Wally some business. Get your cars built. Get your anodizing done. All that good stuff. Uh, show him support. And, of course, I want to shout out to my good buddy, Connor Ehlers of Duluth Cranes for his support. And, yeah, let's get this started. So, Tim... Wally? Yes, sir. Both of you guys were at JBRL this weekend. Are we going to touch yep. on that a little bit? Because, Wally, you didn't have a great JBRL, I don't think. It didn't go very well, but... Uh, I think better than Camden, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were both battling for not last. Really? Was it that <laughs> yeah. bad? Uh, I think there yeah, were a couple was, times uh, uh, 801s. No, they're, 80, they're either 508s or 805s. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I think I made my mistakes. I got taken out a couple times and then just overdrove the car. I think I made a mistake on a, ch a setup change. I didn't really like it. And it made the car pretty difficult to drive. But, um, I mean, you learn. This, it's those type of things that you kind of learn. And it kind of sucks you wait all day to race your main. But it happens. I don't know what's going on with Camden, though. You want to yeah. <laughs> shed some light on that one? Yeah, that's just triple. Let's let's see if we can send it. You know, he got he wrecked trying to get by somebody tripling, and then obviously that spot doesn't get marshaled very fast because um, there's seven other guys coming through, and so we went to the back and just said send it <laughs> for the rest rest of the twenty minutes. I can hear you a fan now, Tim. You might have to turn it off. I know you're in Arizona and it's hot, but you might have to turn your fan off. Oh. Now. I can hear it. But um, but how was the track? How do how was Anthony's track? Uh, the he does a pretty good job there at Palm Palm Desert. How was the track? This yeah, week? man, track was really nice. Yeah. Um, the layout was super cool. The dirt, surprisingly, for I'd say it was either high nineties, low one hundreds. But for how hot it was, the track was like it stayed wet the whole time. Like it wasn't even like the dry heat because they do like an like an even watering schedule and then an odd watering schedule. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, it always seemed like uh, like the track had moisture in it. it. Never felt like it was really really dry. Okay, well that's good. Who won that race anyway? I haven't even looked up results. Drake. Did he? Uh, Who else was there? JB yeah. Uh, let's see what was it? Drake, and then. Anthony. Well, yeah, Westergaard and then uh, Pavitas, Ryan Pavitas. Yeah, oh, but Ryan hasn't been racing for a minute. So, what's up, Josh Garbett? Don't forget, uh, the Blue Ridge Nationals are coming up too. I see his popped in, and uh, Anthony will be making his way over there to build the track there in uh, Virginia. <clears throat> so, really? that's coming up the first. No, the that's nah, actually the same. <laughs> Wicked Week, um, AMS and Blue Ridge are the same dates, <clears throat> but Blue Ridge was on that date first, so he gets it first. So, shout out to them. They got a cool, 
uh, drop that I played on the podcast last week, and I'll drop it here later on today as well, so you guys can hear it. It's really cool. I like what they've done. Uh, he's thinking out of the box. And um, November sixth to eighth. That's right, J- Josh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. What happened, dude? What are you laughing at? Are you laughing at at? Uh, I'm looking at Jose Alvarado's comments. Oh, do you see Jose in there? Oh my! We got Smoker in here. What's up, Smoker? How you doing? He's Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Jose was dancing TikTok. He's TikTok famous. Now. Oh. I got a lot of videos of Jose. All right. Well, <laughs> I got a lot of videos of Jose. All right. Well, you, you are you're the video king. What are you talking about? <laughs> so he, he we're gonna open up everybody at every second. I know. Love. I I don't like Nobody's TikTok safe. too much. Though. Nobody's safe. I don't. I'm not a big fan of TikTok for some reason. I don't know. I don't use it too much. So you need to just no. sit. You need to sit like five minutes on TikTok, and you'll understand why. Well, you know, Drew Stringer is famous on TikTok now. So, oh, I know him in his van. Yeah. And uh, what's up, Christian? What's up, everybody? Ah, ah, RCGP is in the in the in the in the house, and they ask, "Hey, Tim, how's the RCGP tent? Clean and all the parts? I hope I know who that is." <laughs> hey, David, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's sneaking in in there. Um, what's up, RCGP? But yes, everything's together. We're gonna use it next week. Um. SCRC, maybe just leave it there. I don't know yet. Yeah, because, you know, hopefully we'll be having that RCGP there. Ooh. Oh, we got Jeff Keaton. Well, Joseph, Joseph said it. Not, oh, oh, I know. I'm just hearing what you guys said. I so. know. We got an, oh, shit. I dropped my mouse. Oh, shit. But uh, we got in a little bit of trouble for that, but it's all right. It, hey, I call it promotion. That's what I call it. Can't wait. Um, Jeff Keaton in the house. All right. Let's go. Uh, we got Tim here. I do have a few things I wanted to talk about before we open up the, the phone lines later on. I see one person's calling already. I know who it is. What's up, Tiny? How you doing, Tiny? Tiny's already for US Open. Tiny is ready. Um, all right. So, Tim, S-Works manager, yes, USA, S-Works, S-Works manager. You started at the beginning of the year. Of course, Je- RCGP is still a thing, Jeff Keaton. I can't wait to have him on next week. Um. Let, tell us a little bit about yourself because you come from a flying background at first, right? And this is something that that I really enjoy because this is one of the biggest, this is the biggest, flying is the biggest genre in, in RC, in my opinion. So how did you get into uh, flying and all that stuff and trans, and transfer over to cars? Right. So my dad was, um, <clears throat> flew RC airplanes since, I don't know, 1970, I think. And then, obviously, I started flying. I think I started flying at, like, four or five years old. Um, started racing uh, and flying pattern for many, many years. And then um, went in the Navy, did the Navy thing for five years. And then as I'm coming out, I was sponsored by, um, at that time, it was Hobby Dynamics, which uh, had JR radios, mm-hmm. um, which Horizon ended up buying out. And then... Um, became a JR distributor. So I went that route. And then um, I always messed around it ever since a little kid. I mean, my first car, I think, was the Sand Scorcher. Or maybe the Rough Rider, one of the two. Whichever one came out first um, is what I you know, started with. And then raced the Traxxas Bullet back in the day. And then got an RCGT, or the RC-10. And, um, and so I raced uh, and flew pylon or whatever. And then I... I think I finished like six times national runner-up um, in pylon, and then and finally like 2002 I finally won one. 
So oh, I don't like these things. That, yeah. He's calling us nerds. So pylon racing is that? From what I'm told about that racing is like the carburetors are stuck wide open, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just straight maturing. Um, the way you control the speed is with a needle. You just you know bring it up to basically peak RPM and back it down a little bit and let it rip. How fast do those things go? It's, uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so they just did like a two and a half mile course the other day in North Carolina mm-hmm. in like 53 seconds. And that has, that has uh, 30 turns involved. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like four and a half second. Like it was like four and a half second laps. What? It, I mean, insane. absolutely insane. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Was, uh, wow. Yeah. Each lap's a quarter of a mile and they're doing four and a half seconds. So wow. think about that's insane. So, yeah, the, the, like the first takeoff lap, <laughs> it's actually pretty. I mean, once once it gets to speed, it feels slow. You know, it's used to use the speed, basically, after you know, mm-hmm. years of doing it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so then I basically won national championship in 2002, and then Cam was born in 2005. Um, I was getting ready for the world championships, um, practicing at Nitro Pit all the time. And then um, uh, all of a sudden, Cameron would be gone. Like, he'd be out there with me at three years old or whatever. I'm like, where, where did he go? And then I would get a call from either, like, Ross Denny or uh, someone from the Nitro Pit and say, hey, your kid's over here. He's fine. He's just marshalling for us. We'll keep him all day. So Cameron <laughs> would marshal <laughs> from, like, three. And then uh, I think right at three, I bought him a tractor slash. And then, you know set up cones and out in the driveway and we do lap times and, you know, make sure you get close to the corner and then it kind of just evolved from there. Everybody's teasing you in the pit in the comments heard, uh, Tim talking about you flew into Uh-oh. a BMW or something. Yeah. What's that? There's a video of Tim crashing a plane while on Bud Light. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but that captain says into a Beamer. So I'm assuming that's a BMW. What? It might. Yeah. I'll oh, send you the video, man. Oh, man. But <laughs> all right, all right. I, I think people just don't understand how big flying is, man. Um, You know, obviously, because Mike Hill, he, he used to be big into it. And he tells me, and um, like the like the shenanigans that he used to get up, like he was like we was like the bad boys of our of RC flying. I was like, if there can be such a thing, but there is, and there's a big following, and people pay a lot of money to this stuff. And I, when we stopped to Nolan in the fall, man, I saw an RV like I just saw pure money rolling in there, like an RV with a trailer just as long as the RV and higher than the it's, RV. It's it's crazy, like so. Step back a little bit. When I worked at Horizon, I ran the product support and service center for many years. And so, and I had like supervisors under me. So when I got a phone call, it was like really bad. Like, you know, and I would have these guys call and say, our, our radio crashed a $30,000 jet. You know, what are you going to do for me? What, <laughs> what do you do oh, yeah. in a situation was, like that? It was, dude, actually, you know what? When Horizon back in the day, I watched Larry Stevens write a check to a guy because we knew the, we knew we were at fault. Right. And he literally wrote a check for the airplane. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. He was, he was the best owner ever, man. I mean, I mean, he really didn't own it. Rick owned it, the brother, but you know, Larry was the president and um, it was, it was a great company to work for. You know, it's, How long uh, did you it's work changed for a lot since. 
What's that? How long did you work for Horizon? Uh, seven and a half years. Okay, and just in the aviation side, correct? Yep. I uh, so yeah, I basically uh, did well did product support, which had all mm-hmm. you know all sides involved, and then the service center. Okay. Um, but after after a while, um, I was playing with some electric stuff, and then they came up to me and said, "Hey, we want you to move to product development and start a brand for us of electric airplanes." Um, I was playing a lot of golf then, you know, like I don't play a lot of golf now, but um, you still play a lot of golf. Yes, yeah, I play a lot of golf, <laughs> but. Um, but so I literally was, uh, you know, I came up with the E-Flight logo. If you look at the E-Flight logo, it's like a top flight golf ball logo. And uh, started the brand for them, and now it's like one of the top brands. They haven't kept Really? So E-Flight is like, do they did, did they do the, um, the indoor gymnasium pattern and all that type of stuff too? Every, everything from little small, little, you know, indoor stuff right. to, you know, 6S, Big ass foam foam planes and will and balsa as well. So yeah, I didn't realize how big that pattern stuff was until Mike told me and showed me video from it. It was, you know who else he, you know who you know who Mike flat flew against Jeff Pfeiffer. I know you know Pfeiffer. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah well, sure. well, I saw I saw in this video that Mike showed me he was flying against Pfeiffer in this in this uh, competition. I'm jealous of you guys. I'm not drinking, so they're just showing me that they have XFC. Yeah. You should have one of these, probably, though. What's that? I think it's probably XFC. That's nice. Yeah. Cool. Those are good. Yeah, he flew in some... Yes, it was some big competition in Vegas, too, where this guy gave, like, $50,000 away to the winner and all that stuff, so... Yeah, I flew a, I flew a TOC as a, as a um, demo pilot. Okay. Sweet. I mean, it's yeah, such a so. it's such a big industry. Do you do you dabble in it anymore, or do you keep in touch with that any 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 any? The, la- the last flight I ever did was into the Beamer. Really? Who's making that noise? Is that you, Wally, making that, that was, noise? That was that was like uh, maybe like just after St. Patty's Day. Okay. Maybe it was St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Hey Nick, uh, Joe, Joe Zaire Jr. of, of Ran on a Talent says, "I loosened the slipper. The front diff survived. Center diff will be here tomorrow." So we solved it. Yeah, I think, I think we, that that was definitely going to be the case. Just, I mean, if you loosen the slipper, it's definitely going to help it. And then the front, I think the front, di- the the center diff is going to help it the most, though. Sweet. So, like, uh, I think it'll help. It'll help the handling. I think the most. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Jose asks, "Where's my beer?" I don't. I'm not drinking right now, man. Um, been three months no drinking so uh yeah i feel great but i do i'm getting kind of jealous of these guys uh 805s all right so tim you focused on focused on cam uh cam has gotten pretty popular you know he's he's one of the well he's not he's not he's a young man now he's not a a little little boy anymore he's a young man his voice is getting all deep and his Probably getting into girls now, and he's he's a, he's a great driver. He did well at RCGP last year um, on the HB, and I know you guys had some difficulties at HB or some some different different opinions. And then you you moved over to S Works. You are now the USA team manager. It's not easy, I know, because I'm a team manager as well. So how's that been going for for S Works? And tell us a little bit about these S Works cars. Uh, you got Cabellari boots, Canas. I think Canas is honestly the fi- fastest guy on these built cars right now. So, but um, right, um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we, uh, you know, we had made a decision. Um, I'll just, I'll just be point blank because you know a lot of people probably don't know the story. Adrian pretty much told me that I could not 
Cam could not run any other engine mm-hmm. if um, and we would have to look for a new chassis sponsor. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with the engine at the time, so I already had Brent had sent me an ultimate, and we were having really good luck with the ultimate engine. So I was like, "Oh, I better start looking for a chassis then," you know. So I made a comment <laughs> on. I made a comment on our uh, HB page um, that I was on there, and literally Adrian kicked me out of that group in less than five minutes. Because all I asked was, "Hey, am I, is Cam the only one that has to run an Orion engine or a performer or whatever deal they want to call it today?" Um, and all of a sudden, people are like, "No, no, no! You know, I run Reds. I run this. I run this." And five minutes later, the freaking post is down, and I'm off of it. So I was like, you know, hey, it's time to look for a chassis. And I've already been in contact with S-Works a little bit, um, just feeling around. Um, they actually had sent us a car in July right after Nationals because this is all when this kind of transpired. Um, so we took the car and uh, went to Thunder Valley. And what was funny about that is a buddy of ours that's an engineer for maybe that company, I'm um, not saying names, but when he came to test the call, S works with us <laughs> as we were running the, getting ready for with the HP. So he was, uh, you know, very helpful helping me get that going. Um, but yeah, the car, you know, after RCGP, we, we met with Max and went to dinner with Max on Sunday night after the win, and uh, you know, we all felt good about you know making the move forward and just uh, they. I knew the new cars were coming out you know, beginning of the year. So that took a little bit longer with COVID, obviously. But now we have the 30, the 35.4. Um, I drove my own car for the first weekend in like six years. And the car out of the box was just like, this is awesome. Now it was last weekend, right? Palm Desert? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had drove cameras a little bit here and there. But, you know, that I just put my, you know, basically stock set up on it and just went and ran it. Um, and... It was, I mean, absolutely amazing. Um, but the people behind us, I mean, the, the factory support between uh, Max and George, um, Scotty, um, the whole European team, you know, with Jerome and Elliot and Kanas, um, geez, uh, Leonardo, um, who else we got? Um, S-Works has a stacked team, dude. <laughs> a stacked team. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we're, you know, hey, you know, it's uh, hopefully to add some stuff here, you know, the United States um, this year. So, um, but yeah, no, it's definitely a stacked team in Europe. There's no question about it. Uh, you know, you got the little Parente, uh, was it Parente kids um, coming up too? What's um, that? Daniel, what? and Daniel Parente and his brother, um, like Spanish. I think they both got like second and third at the Spanish okay. behind Canas. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's Parente or something like that. And you just got Colin Nib- Callen Niblet. He's in. He's pretty good in England. I mean, you got right. You got Pele Comse. He's good in Denmark. I mean, I'm sorry. Like S Works is pumping out a lot of money because I know they give like they, they're doing it. Like it's I um I'm wondering how they're doing I mean, it, but I, 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 I get it. Distributor side. So the distributors, you know, do a lot of the co-op. Okay. So, um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's definitely uh, you know. I think the distributors see what you know what's coming. I mean, it's uh, I mean the car is really really good. So, How and, about, you know Max? It Max has that four one mentality. Whatever it takes to win, he's gonna do. So 
I need mm. to get him on the podcast uh, and talk to him. It's a shame I didn't get to talk to him more at RCGP. He looked very busy too. So, um, <laughs> but he he but yeah, he's, he loves racing. Uh, does he? Did he? Does he come from an RC background or? So him and his brother, yeah, him and his brother raced. I think a long time ago. They started the MW Products mm-hmm. um, in Europe, and uh, you know I think he still races a little bit longer, and you know. But he likes to, he definitely likes to win and, you know, treat it like a business and, you know, the, you know, he, he's a, you know, major businessman. In yeah, I know too. that. I think he owns a, yeah, a few, four, a few dealerships over there. So, but yeah, no, I think he strives to win it. You know, his hobbies, his passion, you know, and it's a business for him too. So, um, him and his brother, you know, basically bailed some people out, I think, and, um, in Ty- Taiwan a long time ago, and um, you know it's it's uh, been been good since. Yeah, it definitely seems that huh. way. I mean, definitely making a push. I I know. I'll be honest. Kanas is just flying with that car. It took him about mm-hmm. it took him about a year, I would say, right. to get used to it. But I think he's doing. I mean, obviously Boots is doing well. He won Silver State last year with it, and, right. and stuff like that. But um, Kanas. Man, when I saw him at RCGP, the speed that that, that guy, that dude has is insane. Right. insane, insane, insane. Well, I mean, look what Cab, look what Cab did at uh, SMB. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, yeah. the car, the, the car goat? is fast for sure. The goat, man. Hey, Cav's my favorite driver. So, and and Ronald, Falk, and Ronald Falk. Sorry, I like Ronald Falk. Um, <laughs> so what's so different about this car, man? What makes it good? You got you got any new products coming out for it? Uh, I think you guys should drop the new Truggy as well, uh, too. The Truggy's coming any day. Yeah, we're, uh, we're Cab and Cam are supposed to have uh, pre-production samples any like any day. So it's coming for sure. Um, then I think they're going to concentrate on a two-wheel drive uh, dirt car from there. Um, that's the next. Okay. Uh, Entirely new one or like an updated one? The Well, the our, we have the new car already. Um, it just mm-hmm. came out in like May, but for carpet mainly. I mean, oh, okay. it will run on dirt, but... Um, this is going to update it to with the ball diff stuff like that. So, right. um, we, we've been, has been working on that quite a bit at OCRC and, you know, it, it has some growing pains, you know, there's some stuff that's, uh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> no, not happening. I'm not the fastest guy anymore. What's up, Brennan? Coastal RC, man. Cool looking mini Z track. They got at that place, man. At, yeah. At, uh, that, that place is awesome. Yeah. Barry's track. So. All right, <clears throat> two wheel drive car coming on. So that means Cam's gonna be doing some more ten scale racing here. Yeah, the RC trips. I almost said unfortunately, but uh, I just don't like being indoors, man. I yeah, I want I want the cactuses to come back. You know, sugar dirt and you know Phoenix in March. You know, let's 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 go have fun again. You know, spring I wish break they would. in Phoenix. I wish they would get back to do some more ten scale outdoors. Um, Speaking of 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 outdoor tracks and and probably the last great race we had outdoors was uh, a main the worlds I would say, uh, two thousand thirteen yeah. has to be, so. Oh, for yeah, for um, yeah, for ten scale for sure. Yeah, and then obviously we had the the two the worlds in China, but you know, like on the on a on a surface that actually they can go really fast one. I think uh, a main was the the best one so far for that. Right. Which, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The sugar what? track and like the start of the mid motor car deal. So, yeah, that it seems like it was just yesterday, but it wasn't. So, what? 
Was that Tebow and Steven won that, right? Yep. Steven yep. Hartson. Yep. It's Steven Hartson, right? Hartson. Yeah. Where is he nowadays? He's, uh, he's, I know he doesn't race anymore. I know. He doesn't do, he doesn't do it at all. Like, he doesn't club shame. race at OCRC at all anymore. Uh, I think he's got a full on, uh, like regular day job type of deal going. And, uh, that's the last time I've heard of him. Wow. And that so, was maybe two, two years ago. So yeah. I don't know where he is now. From world champion to not even racing anymore. That's, 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 yeah. how, that's how RC right. is though. It that is, is some people just peak. Excuse they me. Peak and they're done. <laughs> I think you get. I think the pressure too. Everywhere you go, world champion. You know, you gotta be. Yeah. And uh and uh more stuff. Ricardo Valorio, my boy down here in the DR, Mister JQ himself. He asks, any new cars coming, or is it just more of the same? All I gotta say is watch this space. Ricardo, what's up? Okay, okay. All right, Tim. So how's S Works doing? Uh, who is the distributor of S-Works, actually? Is it RC1? RC, RC1, yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, which has Pico as well as Pico. And um, they do uh, Infinity. They do, you know, they're probably 80% on-road. Okay. Right, you know, mm-hmm. but obviously trying to push more into um, or make your Franco learn how to jump instead of uh, going around, and, you know, <laughs> on a nice flat track. What does Maxi, is Maxi a part of this as well? Somewhere. He's really good friends with the owner, uh, you know, <clears throat> Franco, who owns it. Maxi and him are super tight, you know, back in the day on road. They run on road together all the time. Maxi just released so, his. Maxi. Sorry, go ahead. The new engine, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was say Maxi. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah Max, you know, Maxi and him, uh, they, they just released his version of, uh, you know, um, of his engine, which is, you know, Pico based. Um, but uh, it seems to be running really well. Yeah, I haven't are, heard you know, any bad things about it. I'm not a Pico fan, then, but they seem to be running good. Uh, do you know Maxi uh, Wally? I don't. Um, I don't know Ma- him actually. Maxi used to make fuel and modify motors and all this stuff back in the day. All the East Coast guys, I used to run Maxi's fuel. Oh, you know, I do think I know of that. This is like I think, back- I've, I, think I have maybe a long time ago. Yeah, this is like late '90s, early 2000s, man. Yeah. When, when I was, like was king. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, you were still. You didn't have pubes yet. <laughs> <laughs> what tires is Tim Line Not running right. with that? I don't know, right, RC? I don't know, buddy. I don't know which tires he's running with it. Oh, you know, ever since Mark, uh, so last year when all this was going down, we weren't, you know, we weren't looking at making any more changes other than the chassis. And some uh, stuff with um, just some emails never got to us like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I got frustrated of just getting, we wanted to sign the contract. And I just called TJ and said, hey, TJ, what do you think? And he's like, absolutely got a spot for you. And he goes, you know, I'm like, send some stuff to test. And he goes, yeah. And I said, okay. And then uh, he goes, oh, by the way, this is like two months before they announced Mark. He goes, hey, uh, Mark's on board with us. And I'm like, what? Hmm. <laughs> Let me make a phone call real quick. And I call Mark and he's like, uh, absolutely. I'm like, okay, enough, done. Sign, sign the dollar line. Let's go. Oh. So, but yeah, so we're running <laughs> hot race tires, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I love Mark Cavitas to death. Like him and I, known each other for a long time, and just uh, I respect what he's done in the industry, and mm-hmm. just followed him with that. Sweet. And Nicola is passionate too. I like Nicola's drive. Uh, from who's the owner of Hot Race, and he wants to win, and he wears his he wears his heart on his sleeve, and I like that. So. I like good people. 
J- Charlie Heiser. Charlie Heiser says JBRL was awesome. Uh, it was. Yeah. All right. So it was probably the fun. It was probably the funnest race I've been to in a long time, to be honest. Just because okay. Mark was there, you know, and we kind of just joked around with pits and Wally. The the Jose Alvarado dancing on the rock was amazing. Um, it was good. It was actually probably one of the better parts of the weekend. <laughs> was Was Jose drinking lots of Bud Light? He had a yardstick of uh, going to yard house uh, Friday night after practice, uh-huh. and uh, he had a yardstick of uh, eight oh five. What's yardstick? I'm sorry. It's how, it's how a yard house does a beer. It's literally a yardstick long glass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jose. It's, that's my boy. That's a big beer. Esa's una cerveza. That's for sure. And then uh, we had shots for uh, our Carlos Arredondo's birthday. So oh. he turned 21. Did he? Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. I haven't spoke to his yep, dad. turned 21 on Sunday. Happy birthday, Carlos Arredondo. Nice, nice family there. All right, Tim. So we have the U.S. Open coming up in next weekend, right? Yes, sir. And this is being held at one of our sponsors, Sun City RC. Uh, West Grads went on and put in the, the layout. Uh, how did this race come about? I like, and then let's talk about it because this race has some different features. It's uh, Ifmar style. There's no classes. <laughs> So all these things that I like. Yeah. So how did this come about? So one thing I noticed back, whatever the first Thornhill Worlds was, I mean, uh, sorry, Nationals, mm-hmm. the outdoor mm-hmm. one. Okay. That was Cameron's first. That was Cameron's first national. You know, and that was my first time experiencing ladder system. And so, gotcha. you know, I was just kind of like, man, this is kind of a cool concept. You know, um, how it's working. And then I got stuck in pit lane for the hour main, you know? And I was like, this is the coolest effing thing I've ever seen in my life. This many pit stops. And, you know, <laughs> Billy Fisher was like, dude, you got a pit for me. I'm like, what? <laughs> I go, that's a lot of pressure, you know? <laughs> um, so I just really liked that format. And I was like, you know, the U.S. guys never run this format. And only gets away to get better um, at, on a world level is to at least practice it at least once a year, you know, other than nationals. And so, and then I wanted to, so they have, you know, uh, EFRA has their Euros, and then we have, you know, our Roar Mass that they can't be at. So the only other race they really can be at with this kind of um, formula is mm-hmm. U.S. Open now, you know. Joey always does 45-minute main, um, you know. So I just – Really liked it, liked the format, and said, "Okay, let's do it." And what? Now we're just, I think, our sixth year doing it. And, Where did uh, it start? Where did it didn't start at SCRC, right? No, at Fear Farm. It, okay. First two years were at Fear Farm. Um, one thing I do with the format too, so I, you know, I do cash payout. Um, really? A certain okay, percentage. Let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah, that is something pretty cool that happens about that. Race. Um, so I have a certain percentage, and I have an algorithm. So. If we have 450 entries and somebody wins all three classes, I will give $5,000 away. There's no question about it. How much? Um, I'm not. 5K. Oh, shit. Yep. You know, they have to win all three classes. Okay, so they got to win Froggy, E-Buggy, and and And, Nitro Buggy. 
Right. And so at, uh, so what we do right now, even at 450, if you didn't win each class, you're going to get 500 bucks per class. Okay. The winner. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I have a little algorithm. Obviously, if we get hurt certain number, like I pay $500 right now, 250 to 500, depending on turnout. Um, the minimum I give away is 250 per class. Mm-hmm. Um, but most, you know, I think every year I've done 500. So, so far. Um, you know, but if I only get like 80 guys, I'm only going to get 250 with a 750 bucks out of my pocket real quick. Right. So, <laughs> so, but it's, you don't, I mean, at this race, you kind of don't want a whole, I know you want a bunch of entries, but you want comfortable entries. How much is the entry fee, by the way? Uh, 60 per class. That's, um, not, that's not bad at I all. Have, I have some, so, you no, know, then I have, I have a couple filler classes just to keep, like, to separate some time wise. Mm-hmm. We do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, short course still, each ruggy, um, this year, I added a rookie class this year okay. for, like, young kids. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's going to be shorter mains, stuff like that. And then uh, this year, I actually um, – I kind of gave into the whole thing and did uh, 40 over. So, you know, that's the biggest yeah. class at DNC. And I'm like, you know what? To be honest, we've spent a lot of money on this race. And if I can get another 30 entries that way, it really helps out. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, for sure. You know, and – you know, Cam is mad I'm not doing a U15, but, you know, it is what it is. Is Old he still rule. under 15? <laughs> over 40. What's that? 40, is he still over under 40 15? plus lives matter. Yeah, he's still 15. He turned 16 in January. Okay. Wow, I didn't realize oh. that. I didn't realize that. And the I shop- realize how young he was, honestly. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. I was closer to 18. Me too. Sounds like he's 18. His balls dropped a little bit, so, you know. He's, uh, he's, he's not like a man. Uh, but I like Cam's good, good, very young, good young man, and um, yeah. that's great. You know, I we really old man's they need they need their class. I don't have nothing wrong with forty plus. I can, it can be accepted. I just get kind. Of, I think I like that we don't have sportsmen and open and 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 people get to see where you're at. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, and forty over. I mean, like Kenny. You know, Kenny Brosh does the announcing for for it, uh, and he always feels like kind of like he wants if he makes the semi or the final, mm-hmm. he wants. He feels guilty of calling it because he wants to run in it, you know, vice versa, you know. Um, you know, he, he has a smooth sound, so, you know, I like him to be in the announcer's booth for the final. So, um, <laughs> so I gave him something, uh, you know, give him something that he can do. Uh, he can make the 40 over final. I'll call that if I have to. Okay. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Uh, so, and Sun City has put in a lot of money. I see uh, Joey, they have put. Um, covered pits. Uh, yeah, they just. Wow. Re- I think they rebuilt, or they had to rebuild their stand again. Yeah, they had to rebuild it. So uh, uh, it blew over. In a, it blew over in a storm. Um, so now it's not going to be. Um, uh, there's no question that it won't blow over anymore. Oh yeah, did they? It's it's built. Well, there you go. There it is. Oh, the U.S. Open Fuel Championships. Uh, oh yeah, yep. coming up here. Oh, sorry. I should have been better prepared. But, yeah, go check it out. I wish I was going to this race, and I'm not because I think it's a great facility. The The Shawas family are awesome. I had a blast on there with all the New Mexico guys. I can't wait to get back there, and I can't. Oh, it's it's crazy. Oh, yeah, I it's heard. It's crazy, like, and we have, we have a lot of fun. Camping, uh, last year, I think they rolled, they rolled the car over last year during it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I was already off the track. Well, it wasn't me, but uh, yeah, they were dragging the car by its roof, and 
Then they, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. So, oh my god, um, they had a good time. Oh my god, and Cole's going there. Probably going to be on video because yeah. Kyle's going to be there. So, and my buddy Quasi, Quasi is going to be there too. Be in the vlog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yeah, they are definitely uh, coming full on. Oh, Ryan Reese is going to be there. Oh, God. there, that's your party right there. That guy Reese is the party. Reese, you're and... not a real party unless Reese is there. What's up, Cody yes. Taylor? What's up, Vinny Lafata? What's up, Jason Darlin? Um, Santos Rodriguez has a question. Hey, Tim, what is your prediction on the track surface and conditions with the track already built and being watered? Awesome built and excited. How do you think the track's uh, going to be? Track, the track's going to improve up, I believe. Um, the weather's going to be perfect. Um, it it didn't go blue like two years ago, but it was super close. And I think that's – I think we're going to be on pretty hard tires by the end of the weekend. Okay. Um, but, but it gets uh, rough, too. You know, and – what's that? It gets rough there, too. It gets, like, braking bumps. Like, they're yeah. – like, yeah, it's just, like – where, where you're breaking, it just gets a little, mm -hmm. it almost pushes the dirt forward the whole time. Mm -hmm. the, like Casey Peck and a bunch of others, like Mayfield, they say that and Jared says it's the best dirt there is um, that he's raced on. Um, but uh, it's like old Hemet almost. Uh, okay. Really back in the day. So. Yeah, well, I think Tebow will like that style. He does good on this blown out oh, uh, yeah. rough type of tracks that got rough and old school, old school right. tire tracks. I had fun racing Truggy there until my wheel came off. Um, and then Joseph took 10 <laughs> oh, minutes to put it back on. Enough. Hey, I took Joseph's truck from Southern Nats and didn't change anything and just put it on the track, and I had a blast. I had yeah, a blast but that there. was an AE truck, wasn't it? An AE truck, yeah. But then yep. the hub came off. That thing, I don't think, Justin and I, I don't think we've ever changed a thing on that car. Like, it just goes to the track, to the next track, and just stays the same. Uh, Every time. The, what's up? Yeah, dude. He says it's Ryan's birthday party this weekend. He's gonna. It's gonna be legendary. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna be down there for at least one day. It's gonna be wild. So oh I don't, know, I don't know if I can do the whole weekend. I don't know if I have it in me. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? We're gonna go pay some bills, and then we are gonna come back to uh, the to the hotline. We'll be open. We have a call, so mm -hmm. hopefully this gets started, and um. Uh, we can go from there. We may be coming up on the end of the racing season, but we are not running off into the hills. Oh no, not exactly. It's time, it's time for the Blue Ridge Nationals. November 6th, 7th, and 8th in Center, Whitville, Virginia. Scale Racing Sports and BeachRC.com present the return of the Blue Ridge Nationals, where we race heads up all the time. Classes include 1-8 scale nitro, 1-8 scale electric, and 1-5 scale gas. Friday is a full day of practice, and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Last chance qualifiers and 30-minute main events for all adult classes. Epic track designed by Anthony Westergaard and Factory Tracks. Badass trophy scrub, O-wing vinyl graphics and metal art. And live event coverage from Matt Olson and Mod Live Media. 
plus on-site concessions, free parking, free camping, free indoor pit area, and the largest driver stand in pit road you have ever seen. For more information, follow, like, and share us on Facebook at Scale Racing Sport. Event registration is open now at rcsignup.com. Don't miss the last big indoor arena event of the season. November 6th, 7th, and 8th, Apex Center, Whitville, Virginia. We'll see you at the Blue Ridge. Yes. Thank you to uh, Scale Racing Sports uh, for sponsoring the uh, this part of the podcast. Go check them out. Uh, November 6th. I know I messed that up. I know I should have. But uh, it's a it's a great facility. Anthony's gonna do a badass job. He's got a lot of dirt to work with, and it should be good. Uh, what's up, Salty Joe? Says what's up with the GI Joe voice? You know what? We gotta pay one more bill, and then we go into the hotline. So let's get those calls going. And uh, if you have questions for somebody, now is the time to uh to get them to get them ready. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high-performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC, excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. All right. Uh, we uh, the hotline is open. Oh, oh, we have oh. some calls already. Um, I'm getting you like that. I'm, I I was get I was feeling artistic this week, and I made some ads. So I hope I you guys. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get some better ones made, but that was just something I slapped together. But uh, thank you to Techno RC for sponsoring this part of the podcast. We are gonna take our first call. He has been on the line for 35 minutes. I know who this is. I think it is. Let's go. Hello. Who am I talking with? Hello. Is this Tiny? Tiny. I knew it was you. What's up, Tiny? <laughs> how you doing, that dude? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Wally? Hey, Tim. Hey, how you going? Are we ready for the open? I am for sure. I just like... <laughs> we want to get it over with almost <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot it's a it's a lot of work you know a lot of people don't realize how much work it is uh you know putting mm-hmm. on an event like that and i don't i don't have to do the track part you know that's the you know showers help me out tremendously with that so but yeah we're ready are you ready for the open tiny uh yeah man. i mean hats off to Tim because i mean i we He's been doing this for a long time in the open, and I remember having it back at Fear Farm years ago, and it was probably, I think, what maybe Tim could probably confirm, our second biggest race every year at Farm. Um, unfortunately, we lost the track, but I think being now in Texas, more centrally located, I think it's, it, it, he's getting it bigger and better every year, and we're getting bigger and bigger names, so he's done his work, man, and I'm going to say hats off to him because... It's one of the premier races that we have now in our country, and and um, it's a good time. It's a great track. I love the I love the SCRC, but um, I do have a challenge for him because a few years back, I think we ran the Open, probably the last one at Fair Farm, and I noticed the last few weeks he's nicknamed his personal car Betsy, 
he's getting getting Betsy ready. (laughs) He's getting Betsy ready, and he's been practicing. And I know we're all going to meet this Sunday at our local backyard track to to get some practice, a little racing going on. And he's getting kind of get back into the swing of racing 40 and uh, his buggy. So, Tim, we've done this once before. I think it was four years ago. Um, I got a six-pack of Bud Light says you cannot beat me in the 40 and over class. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. That's a challenge. Yeah, remember, like this, this, is, like this, guy, this guy was my teammate two weeks ago in our fifth scale race. We had an enduro along with the major fifth scale event. And me and Tim and another guy uh, we're teammates. Uh, our three. Yeah, we'll talk about him. And I was, I was half cocked on margaritas, and Tim, of course, was a little tossed on Bud Light. So it, it wasn't the greatest turnout, but we had a good time. But six pack, who does better in forty and over? It's an open. Right. Oh my, that's a challenge. Do you heard it here on the? I'll get you a I bottle think, of margaritas. I, I got a bottle of margarita for your six pack of beer. So uh, you, they sell margaritas okay. in bottles. Yeah, you can buy like a Costco. You get a pre-made margarita pre-made. at ice. Interesting. Yeah, you can buy a pre-made man. Wow. I already got I already got two gallons waiting to go. I'll probably buy more when I get there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know what? That was a that was a really fun race. Like Sean and I were doing great with the truck. Him and I never broke it. Like, we gave it to the sportsman guy, and, like, it was his truck, too, the sportsman guys. But, like, literally six turns into it, he would break it every time. Like, wow. so we'd fix it. During, it was like you had to do 20-minute segments, you know? And so we'd be fixing it for the 20 minutes while he runs, and Sean and I would go run again. And then he took it again for his last segment and broke it again. Like, <laughs> But it was a good time. Pit stops, you take a shot, says Cody Taylor. Shot stops. Yeah. Pit stops and shot stops. Yeah. Not bad for our first time out with Fiske. I mean, we never, ever, neither one of us really raced Fiske before. So, you know, um, it was a good time. I mean, yeah, we had to have a sportsman, an expert. So I guess Tim was an expert and a pro, and I guess I fell into the pro category. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we we get really good until our sportsman guy. Every time we got off, the control his hand, he broke the truck. I, I felt bad for the guy. It's his truck, and, you know. <laughs> you guys just broke his truck and, and left him. Uh, what happened to your truck? Left um, tiny. Huh? Where's your truck? Oh, he, he... oh no, oh, man! This I, is a, I'm a tech. Excuse me. Hello. I didn't hear you. I said, "Where's where's your fifth scale truck?" Who mine? Yeah, oh, well, I was mine was brand mine was brand new, man. I wasn't <laughs> gonna put it in a three hour and endure. <laughs> there, there was just no, there was just no way. Plus, on the other hand, I, I um, I made like I told you earlier. I, I signed up for Sportsman. I'd never done fifth scale before. Uh-huh. Um, after the first day of practice, I realized that man, I'm really pretty quick with this thing. So I just was going to move up and I decided to move past expert. and went straight into pro and I finished third in pro, but I broke with like, uh, like seven minutes left. So my truck was down anyways, but I wasn't going to dare okay. run my brand new fish scale. 
<laughs> what size motor did you put you know, in that thing? One question. It's a stock motor. That's okay. why even Chris, Chris from Loshi and Matt Olson was just like, you got a stock motor with a stock clutch, I mean with a mod clutch and an exhaust on it with a stock suspension setup. And I still qualified third up with the pros. So it was a good weekend. Um, but Tim, I got a question for you about the open. Yes, sir. Why not run? Why not run Truggy and Ismar qualifying? Just the way I've done it from day one. Um, that's not ever. You're you, Europeans don't run it that way. Um, that's true. It just mainly time the time of day it takes to be able to do a ladder system. We would be there for another eight hours. Yeah, I hear you that. You have to have, like, separate days yeah. for each of those. Yeah. Right. But, you know, something, if it gets big enough, maybe, we, you know, we add a day to it and we do that, you know? So, um, you know, the ladder system special for Buggy, that's kind of what I, you know, Buggy's the, the premier class, so let's have it the premier, you know, um, event and time frame. Sweet. I agree. Good times. Well, Good times. Get your stuff ready, Tiny. Get it ready and uh, get ready for the open, dude. I can't wait to see. Uh, I love following you when you go to races. I, I kind of vicariously lived for you. If you're having a good day, I can tell. If you're not, I know when you ain't. You didn't have a good PMB, but you had a good Southern Nat. So that's great. Right. All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll you see too. you Sunday. Thank you for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for all the support. All right. Bye. Bye bye. See you later. All right, we got a few calls in here, so let's let's go through them. Oh wow! Yeah, I would like to talk to Yeah, dude, please. Oh hey, yes. What's up, guys? It's Yeah, dude. What's up? What's up, Chase? What's happening? How you doing? What's going on, man? Just wrenching, wrenching on my car. First, uh, first chance I got to get some of that palm desert dirt off of it, and. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, get it, get it ready. Oh yeah, you had a good weekend at JBRL. Me? No, you're fine. You you be heard a fast car or something in the background. Um, yeah, some, somebody's getting rad over there. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what that was. I'm in the backyard. I'm basically in my trailer. So anyone that goes ripping by my house, uh, uh, that was a motorcycle went flying by. Uh, okay, so what's up? Yeah, dude, man, you had a good JBRL, I think. Yeah, we had a good show, man. I was stoked to be over there with my boy for the weekend and uh, hang out with the friends, CTRFB, fam, the Bluff Boys. And uh, everybody did good. Everybody killed it. Yeah? Rad, man. Are you, what's your next yeah. race for you then? Uh, next one will be the Nitro Explosion, two weeks uh, at Thunder Alley. Sweet. And you got something brewing too. You've been sending me videos and stuff. I don't know if you want me to talk about it real quick. Well, maybe we'll bring you on the podcast to talk about it when you get it done. But I think it's a cool little invention. Yeah, cool little thing sure. you got we, going we, on. We definitely have some. We definitely have something going on, and it's uh, pretty close to getting launched. Okay. I'm getting a couple more samples, and uh, yeah, it should be really soon, man. We're hyped. We're super hyped on it. Sweet. All right. Did you have a question for Tim or Wally or? Maybe somebody has a question for me. Very weird that they do, but anyway. Probably not. <laughs> no, man. You, you tagged me in that uh, that story, and I was 
guess I better call in. Now. You keep threatening to call oh. in, so yeah, I'm glad you did. <laughs> right on, man. Well, you guys have a good one and uh, keep up the great work. You too, man. You too, man. And I appreciate the support, man. Good, Thank you. You don't know. It means a lot. Yep. All right. See you Saturday, yeah, Wally. It's going to be wild. All right. All right. Later. Later. See ya. No, Justin. That was uh, Chasen, the oh. yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Where's Reese's party at? I got an invite. Hello. Hello. Am I speaking to somebody from Oklahoma? Yes, you are, sir. What's up, Mr. Klein? How you doing? I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you guys doing? We are talking RC. We got Tim Lime and Wally. And this is Roger Klein, Spencer Klein's old man. Sorry, got to call you that. Spencer is is a hot talent coming out of the Midwest, out of Oklahoma. He He won PMB. He did well at PMB. I talked about it on the podcast, and he won Southern that's her recently. So, kudos to you guys, man. You guys are killing it on there, Absolutely. and um, you're going to the U.S. Open. I can't wait to see how that works out for you guys too. We're super excited to go there. Um, we've heard nothing but great things, so it's going to be uh, it's a lot for us as our schedule is really packed. But um, just so many people said it was so great, we just decided we had to make the drive. So. That's what we're doing. We're actually taking a big crew. There's a bunch of us going. So. Oh yeah, Wally, you gotta. I've heard really good things about Spencer, man. I want to see him race. I'm trying to get these guys to come to DNC hopefully next year, if there's a DNC. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there'll yeah. be a DNC next year. <laughs> I hope there is. We just haven't heard anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. or even the RCGP runs. But yeah, Spencer's been killing I think, it. I think he's looking for another venue right now. Um, from what I heard the other oh, day, really, really, because, because just in case. California never opens back up. Gotcha. Oh, but yeah. He's, he's protected. So that's, you know, I'm glad that Joey's actually working on that. So, Sweet. So, Roger, mm-hmm. you and Spencer have been working hard there. Spencer has been working hard. He's, um, one thing I admire about Spencer is he's kind of doing it all on his own. Um, you guys, uh, he's, he's, he's got his own little hobby shop going on and that pretty much pays for his racing. And like I said, I was telling you guys, you got to travel and you guys are trying to figure that out. So what's, uh, What's next for you guys after U.S. Open? Um, U.S. Open, and then we have the RC Pro Finals, and then the weekend after that is the Alabama Manufacturer Shootout. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then week after that is Truck National. So we about a month. We're <laughs> oh, wow. Truck Nationals? Wow. What's that? Where's that to? What's Truck Nationals? So – the truck nationals is the second year for it. This is at Shaw's RC in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, last year they had about 230 entries into it, um, and one of the biggest entries. Well, there's two big entries. One is gas truck, and uh, that's really? right, the old school gas truck. Really? There was about 40, 40, 40 <laughs> entries into the gas truck. Really? And uh, wow. and stock slash. Believe it or not, there was over 50 entries in stock slash. Alone. That's good. Um, Sock Slash is probably one of the most fun classes I've ever raced, though. So I can see why it'd be popular because it's it's really fun. I'm a terrible driver, so it's really good for me because it's slow, and uh, and my reaction is slow. So as Spencer says, I I check the staking on the pipes all the way around the track. (laughs) Sweet. Um, But yeah, yeah, we got a lot of good things going on. I mean, one of the things we wanted to say, well, a lot of people don't know this about EKW, but KW has been a big help to us in the last year. To me? I mean, we had no ties to any, 
Yeah, you. Buddy. Oh me, I'm just talking to you guys, man. <laughs> but if I well, helped you, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, no, no ties to us. We don't, we don't run anything that he runs. So I mean, it's a big help, and that that's things you need when you're new and don't know what you're doing, and that's definitely where we're at. So we're learning. Well, you guys are learning fast. Spencer, that's for sure. Got, yeah, yeah, they're, they're learning really fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, we've got some cool things. Uh, Phoenix Performance Bodies let Spencer design their new e-buggy body for the for the Mugen, which is really cool. Um, and that should be releasing in the next week or so. Um, and we have the test body now. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the, nice. the, just neat things that he likes to do is, uh, is tinker with parts and design. And, and we try to foster that as much as we can, as much as the wallet will let you. Um, yep. And uh, and try to li- try to listen to you big guys and try to follow the lead of uh, of people that are doing things that we think are the right way. So sweet, that's awesome. Some I- of the good. some of the best posts are your posts though with Spencer sleeping and you guys playing uh, Jenga on him. Oh, Spencer <laughs> Jenga, you know what? It's become a it's become a phenomenon now. It's happening all over the place. We we got some pictures of a guy in a track at California that fell asleep. And they were playing Jing on him. They had three cars on them, and something. it's pretty funny. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, and, and the kid, the kid's got a good attitude. And he gets it when uh, when we're playing jokes, and I mean, and and there's definitely some joking going on. That's for sure. So I mean, but that's what makes it fun. That's what makes RC great. Yes, it does. Yes, it Gotta does. make it fun. Man, make I, it too serious I really want to see him drive. <clears throat> um, that's what I want to see. Like, I like talking and I can see video, but when you can see somebody actually drive, that's where I like to, I like to, that's when I can make my judgment. But I mean, he's winning and he's doing well. And, uh, Absolutely. he, he killed it. Like, I mean, he literally killed it at PNB and I, I, and again, at Southern Nats and you guys are on fire, man. And just like, I keep telling you, man, I know you don't, I know it's weird, but Got to get out to the, some of those West Coast races or those bigger West Coast races and maybe some RCGP runs as well. And I think this race, U.S. Open, will be good for you guys too because there's no classes so you can, you know. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have some video coverage yeah. from this, right, Tim? Matt's going to do this. Yeah, uh, Matt, Matt's coming out. Okay. Um, we just spent, like, uh, Joey literally got, like, a direct switch from the cable company or the um, – internet company okay um so he's on a private switch going back to the tower um and so it's should have really good oh man yeah i can't wait to to see you just a a track walk of the facility when you guys heading out roger we are leaving thursday afternoon um and picking up a couple guys in dallas on the way through Mm -hmm. and hopefully i'll pretty much drive through the night because the other guys are driving or actually driving cars at the deal. I just okay. I just stand around and look good and pit. I, you know, one of the coolest, <laughs> one of the weirdest things about being an RC dad is that it's really hard to watch somebody else race, especially if it's your kid. Like if it's e buggy, I don't, I leave. I don't even watch. Mm. If it's nitro, obviously I have to be there. But if it's e buggy, I just I walk away. Because, really? You know anything? Mm. I'm sure Tim <clears throat> Tim having a 15 year old has probably been there where. Like, you know, it's just one of those races where things aren't going right and you're just watching your kid go full send and you're like, oh, good boy. Um, so, yeah, I used, I, I, used to, I used to yell quite a bit. I've kind of backed off from that, but now I used to, yeah, 
it was it was pretty bad when he was like nine, ten, eleven years old. Like, you know, he could have a really good race, and the next thing it was just complete shit show. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, a couple of years in, one of, the things, one of the things that I thought was funny is that when we first started, is he would get frustrated, and then it it would actually affect other people's races. And uh, there was a race that we were at ten scale. And I actually walked out on the track and kicked his car off the track. And everybody was like, what is that guy doing? And then they were like, oh, it's his dad. right? And we packed up and went home. And we've never had that again. So it's been, you know, it's one of those right. learning curves where, uh, oh. you know, they, they have to learn. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we enjoy it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sport that everybody should take time to, to, to pay attention to. It's a hidden society, especially for us in this area. When people find out what he's doing, they're like, man, we didn't even know that was a thing. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's a thing. So, I mean, what you're doing here on a podcast hopefully grows into, you know, people that don't do not do RC, you know, pay attention to it and maybe get their kids involved. And, and uh, We need it. We need more kids. Uh, we we need more young, yeah. young. We, every, like I, no, yes, RC is for all guys. We have the money. And I have nothing wrong with the forty plus class and all that stuff, but we need, you know, I'm big on on the youth, man, and we need to promote these guys and and make it make the, a bigger deal of them so they can stay interested as well, in my opinion. Yeah, and um, absolutely, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing that Max. I don't really don't follow the experts page at all, mm-hmm. but Max always posts the kids stuff up. Yeah, like kids, I agree. You know, he's. I and mean, that's you know that's the next people buying your cars is the kids. So you gotta keep them interested. And, you know, mm-hmm. Keep social media interested and keep going. Yep, I agree. But give Spencer, them something. Spencer's doing awesome, man. Give them some limelight, man. You know, yes, we forty the forty plus guys have got all the money, but give the I think we should give these young racers the proper spotlight that they need at these races and give them a real race that they can go. And which they do, but let's make a big deal of it. So I'm all for that, man. Promote these young guys, Absolutely. young young racers, because they're females and and males. So. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, yeah, Roger, there is, yeah, there's some really there's some really good female yep. racers out there that that people don't see. I mean, mm-hmm. we see them at the races, and we're like, wow, she's really good. So, yep. um, yeah, I want to see I them all race each other. I appreciate your time yeah, too, that sir. Great. Um. And uh, uh, Tim, we look forward to seeing you down there, Molly. Yes, sir. Um, Next week. Just keep up the good work, brother. Your car look beautiful, dude. It's absolutely awesome. beautiful. So, um, Thank you. But uh, KW, like always, man, appreciate the time and that you always give us when I have questions. So if you guys uh, need anything from me, you let me know. If not, y'all have a wonderful night. You too, and, and thank you for your Sounds support. Good. And uh, good luck to you guys at the Open. And tell, <clears throat> tell Spence I said hello. I'll do it, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, we, we have we, we have a few more calls to go. We have another Phoenix talk caller. Let's see who this is. I Uh-oh. have no idea who this is. And good evening. You are now live on the No Name RC podcast. I mean, the NNRC hotline. Brought to you by Techno RC. Who am I talking with? Uh, talking to Candid Moss. You calling up to talk oh, to God. your dad? I had to say something. Oh, it was can. Oh, what's up? Oh no. Uh, obviously, obviously, my dad's gonna be tiny because he's got the master mechanic behind the car. He's got the master behind the car. He's Who's that? You? Oh man. Be dialed. 
No, yeah, that's, that's me. I'll, I'm secretly going there to wrench for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! In the beginning of the podcast, Tim Lyon stated, right? He stated that the car was a box setup. That is false information, guys. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a false information. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't realize you were still I, 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 15. What's up, guys? Uh, I'll just call and say what's up. Well, so. thank you for calling up. I, you, what's I, up, buddy? I, I can hear you. I, I, I gave you a compliment. Your, your voice is definitely deeper than the last time I talked to you. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly dropped. All good, yeah, man. It, it, it definitely did not just get way deeper all of a sudden. But yeah, you guys, you guys have a good night. And, uh, thank you. <laughs> all right. You have a good one, man. Take care. Thanks for calling Sounds in. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, he thinks he worked on Betsy. Betsy works on herself. You know what? You guys. <laughs> we, Becky. I don't know. Is it all, Betsy or is it Becky? We Betsy. All, Betsy. Betsy. Okay, got you it. You know what? We have to pay homage because, you know what? Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo got a podium this week. And now he's calling into the oh, podcast. Oh, boy. So, we got to congratulate. He's got to get a tattoo, too. Yeah, hey, Joey's, Joey's comment's pretty good, Tim. What's up? You see it? Daniel Ricardo, a.k.a. Hey, Eric. Hello? What's up, Daniel? All right, what's going on, Eric? Hey, I heard your brother, I mean, your, your, the guy who stole your identity, Daniel Ricardo, got a podium this week. Um, now you got to get a tattoo. No. Yes. Yeah. Now you got to get a tattoo, buddy. Oh, yeah. Because you got on the podium. What's going on, Eric? How are you? I'm good. Can I, um, can I talk to Tim? Sure. Say hello to Tim. Hey, Tim. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, sir? Do you know Eric, Tim? Everybody knows okay. Eric. Yeah, I know Eric. Yeah. yeah. Eric lives in Spokane. Spokane my, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my, my uh, uh, cousin's a judge up there in Spokane. Hmm. Um, so, um, how's Tim, how's Tim Tim Landry? <laughs> he asked how Tim Tim Landry. He was just on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just on. You didn't hear him? He was teasing his yeah, dad. Yeah, he was talking about how he tries to wrench on his dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. Daniel Ricardo, you're gonna get a tattoo of the No Name RC podcast on you for your uh for your podium this weekend. Yep, you should uh, right on your back, uh, big one. I, yeah, full size. Yeah, full size. It's gonna take a couple of <laughs> just, just <That's>, a logo. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in, Eric. I'll talk to you later. Right. Yep. All right. Bye bye. Later, number one, bro. All right. Short course pro. pro. Short course pro. Eric. Short course pro. Eric. All right, we got we got a couple more calls to go. Hold on. Why Eight oh five. Why am I not talking? Eight oh five break. Here Cheers. <laughs> What's up? <clears throat> we have another caller from Washington. I know who this is. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, cute. How's it going, man? I'm all right. Are you ready? You guys got a race this weekend. NCT. Yeah, I'm actually breaking into the engine right now as we're talking. So. Look at that. <laughs> That's what Wally was doing last week. 
Uh, just the last two engines. engine. The new M5S <laughs> engine and the M3X one. I got to break in. So nice. Oh, you got the new motor. The choice. Yeah, that thing is awesome. I love that thing. I ran it for the first time last weekend in Palm Desert. That motor is awesome. I should probably know what's different about this motor, but I don't. Can you please tell me real quick? Uh, it's, it's basically four, it's, uh, it's based 2103 four. based. Okay. Does it have a DLC crank? Or any DLC in it? Yep. Woo, it does. Out. Perfect. It does. DLC kind of crank, static bearing. Come with a 2020 or the 22E carburetor. All right. Yeah, I'm about running the 21J on it. Uh, I've heard of it. I have one to try if I want to, but when I ran the 22E, it felt super. Like It was awesome just as it was. I, uh, so I might keep it that way. I might go back and get uh, or put a 21J on it and try it. But I'm actually really happy with the way that it performed um, this weekend. I mean, the track wasn't didn't have the most grip. It was still smooth enough to get the power down, but then it had plenty of power. Like there was a section that um, Camden and I were doing for the most part, where you would hit the like, put a wheel on the berm and then triple into this rhythm section, and it could do it no problem. I mean, if you had to get the line right a little bit, but definitely plenty of power. Sweet. Um, and, Really smooth. I think you compare it to the M3X. Definitely, it's just, the power comes on a lot smoother than the M3X. Yeah, because I used to have a my before I ran the M3X engines, I ran the the tattoo the low pro Tennyson engine, and okay. like the M3Xs don't feel anything like those for some reason, and they're based off they're supposed to be based off the same engine, so. Yeah, they're based off of them, yeah, but they're not exactly the same. So there's little so things that change. Yeah. Yeah. The twenty one, not the twenty one three, but the M five S, that one feels really good. Like the power came on super nice. Uh, it was super easy to tune. Everything was just, I couldn't ask for anything more on that engine. Honestly, like, that that was probably one of the best engines I've driven. Oh, nice. So you think it'd be worth it for me to try it out this weekend, or do you want me to? It would be better to run uh, something I already know and I'm already comfortable with, and can tune and run just fine. I would do them. Like I would recommend the M5S. Like I literally was sitting here idling tanks through it. I did like five tanks, um, and then the practice day, I just ran it a little more rich on the rich side, but just kind of took it easy. And then by the first qualifier, it was ready to go. It was fast. It was getting good mileage. Um, I mean, I couldn't. Like I said, I couldn't ask for anything better. All right, so I'm on tank two right now, so I still got quite a bit of time left for the things ready to go. Yeah. Did you get the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I broke mine, I broke mine on Thursday and then I had a couple tanks while I was there on the track on Friday, kind of getting set up with everybody else. And then, uh, I think about four or five, I did the couple tanks on the track and she's ready to rip. Nice. Now do you usually, do you run like, uh, like five tanks and then you go out directly to the track or do you like run, Kind of like the Drake's old school method where you like idle four tanks and go out and run uh, like quarter throttle, half throttle, three quarter throttle, so on and so forth. I just start doing things on the track. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do like four to five tanks uh, just at an idle. And then I'll leave the engine rich. So, obviously, you're not going out there setting hot laps, but you're you're changing the throttle. So, it's... You're never really on the throttle going down the straightaway. That's the biggest thing is any of the long high-speed straightaways, you just let off. You don't go – you don't 
hammer it down. But yeah. like over jumps and through corners, you kind of drive it a little bit harder than you like how you normally would. And then just on the like yeah. then back to the straightaways, you go back down to like a half throttle, and it's rich, so it's gotcha. it's getting a lot of uh, oil through it and fuel through it, so it's not really um, really hurting the engine. So I think it's a good way to do it because you're also changing the throttle constantly. You're up and down, you're up and down, you're up and down. Then you have to cool down for a little bit, and you only want to go for like five minutes at a time. Yeah, I so um, right. I think that's I mean, that seems to be the way that I've been doing it. I like the way that I like the results so far. Nice. I've always just done like tricks method and it seems to work well, but it just takes forever to do it that way. Yeah. But Sweet. with patience comes good reward though. That's for sure. I got to get me a new yep. engine too. I think. I got to get me an ultimate. M5S. Engine and um, you guys do not like my breaking method. What, uh, <laughs> you just hammer down, don't you? Based off what freaking Wally's saying. <laughs> yeah, I know how Tim does it. Tim's like, lean that yeah, thing out. So, First take, let's go. No, so like, no, so my airplane engines had no carburetor, right? Right. So how do you think yeah. they run? You know, like, yeah. uh, so I'll I'll just put a car on a starter box and run it at three quarter throttle for a tank or two. But I've heard people doing doing that before. So send yeah. send it, man. Just like, I mean, you think about that piston until so it's up and down, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as you're not like heavy on it, like you're not killing no, it. Don't run away. Couple things. I'll control it's gonna be, either way you do. It, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, a controlled madness. Not run away. Right. And not, right. not just letting. Yeah, definitely not run away. No, like super, like, like almost four stroking at like three quarter throttle, so you can hear it like popping and pre detonating. Yeah. And then uh, no, I mean like keep running. Like I've broken engines. I don't know how many times we lost something in between qualifying rounds and I've gone over there and just freaking broke. I mean, PMB, I did it um, this year. Um, we lost an engine between the first and second round and I freaking just put it on the bench and there you let go. it rip. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I know, I know people used to break in like boat, like gas engines, like so gasoline engines with boats. Right. They used to just, Hook a hose up to the water line because like, everything's water cooled, so it's a water. Right. You just hook a hose up to it, run it out the back, and they always let it sit there like half throttle and just let it eat for twenty minutes. Yep. And I was like, "Is that is that okay? Can you do that? Like, it's literally no load on this thing. Like, <laughs> well, well, you you can. You're when you break in like a, like a um like actual like. Large like small block 350s and stuff like that. You actually want to run them through varying RPMs, like right off the gate, like not even getting the chance to get into the warm up because you're trying to get as much zinc and as much oil on those cam and lifters so that uh, nothing premature and pre wears. And if you don't get that block on right. attempt quick, they can start eating itself alive really fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Hey, is, but, is Austin yeah, going guys. with you this weekend? Yeah, so I'm gonna grab him. Grab him by the foot and drag that out there. So, man, I hope I hope Austin can. Uh, he's so fast, but he just needs to finish those races. I hope well, he can do Austin it this weekend. Austin shouldn't have. Well, the uh, Cleverson went to two weeks ago. He lapped Taylor in ten minutes. That's fast, was, man. We've been wow. working really hard. Well, we've been working really hard on getting him to like get comfortable with the car instead of like changing the whole damn kitchen sink out. He's been mm-hmm. running like. Like a modified version of what I usually run, because mm-hmm. like just a little more tame. Because he drives so freaking punched, like he's just 
bananas for the sweet man. Yeah, he he should he, he could possibly win this weekend if he keeps it together. So good. I hope so. I hope so. Well, look, man, you guys have fun. Obviously, I'll be talking to you through this weekend. Um, and uh, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, sir. You guys take care. You too. All right, you too. Hey, and go right, Tampa up. Bay. Yeah, no, I'm not Tampa Bay. I'm I know. A guy. I know. That's why I said it. That's why I said it. <laughs> He's just trying to be. Uh, Tampa, Tampa, awesome. Tampa Bay. We you lost last week, too. We lost last week, and I was bragging about that, too. All right, Ryan. Talk to you later, man. Have a good one. All right. Peace out. Yeah, I can't. I want to go up to one of those races. I, I was hoping to this year to get hit at NCT, yeah, but sure. we're going we're gonna to go show up when, and, uh, when Kyle and and uh, oh shoot, now I can't think of it. Um, Kenny, uh, don't know we're coming. Who's that in your video, Bonnie? Uh, I see like uh, you have to go video. to the uh, Justin Wildy races. That's the, it. The holiday hangover or the um, what's that oh, one called? Uh, I know what you're talking about. It happens in November, I think. Mm, I forget the name. Uh, it will come. To I just want. I want some mac oh. and jacks. Mm. Shane, yeah. Shane Dude, those says, beers are so good. What's up? What's up, Shane? He says, Shane says, I'm enjoying the show. I'm a noob to RC and 8 scale racing her in Tennessee. Where do you race? Do you race at the ROCC at the Rock? Or uh, where do you race in Tennessee? So, Fall up. That's what it's called. Sweet. Thank That's you for it. tuning Fall in, up. man. Watch this space, Shane. We got some we got some videos coming uh, for, for, for noobies about engine tuning and stuff. Well, not us, but... GQ is where I'm, I'm a part of it. It's going to be awesome. Um, we have two more phone calls, and then I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight. We have, I know who this is. It's Gator Man. What's up? How you doing, man? What's up? I'm good. Thank you. You've been at the track a lot this week and last week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm making those during the week trips while everyone's at work. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. So, and, and you're cheesing with Dakota yeah. Fend? <laughs> yeah, I got to hang out with Dakota Fend on uh, Saturday. That was cool. He came down to get some practice for the uh, Florida Carpet Championship next month. Sweet. And um, he's staying there for a little while because he's going to do mod and all that stuff. Masters of Dirt and all that good stuff. Also. Yep. We got to get Fend on yeah. her. Got to get him on her. Do an interview. He's making the round, so I would assume you know you'll be hearing from him, or you'll be in touch with him. Sure, I will. When he probably gets back off this trip, I'll I'll line up. No, he's a busy man too. So what's up, Gator man? What you got? You got a question for any of us this week, man? I'm so jealous of Wally. He's drinking beer and got a blonde some somebody with blonde hair next to him. I can see. <laughs> That's Caitlin. Oh, okay, hi Caitlin. She wants to come on the camera. Where's your Wally Bill hat? The peer pressure. <laughs> All right, do you have a question for Tim or Wally or even me? Yeah, I got a little <laughs> question. How long? How? What's the life expectancy for for a racing engine? One that's being used, you know, uh, several big races a year and uh, pretty steady racing. Is it, is a year a pretty good lifespan for for an engine? That's that's usually what I try to get at least. It de- it depends on how aggressive you are with your tuning. Like if you're you're running like if I mean some people like to tune their engine to kill. Like I know people that go through engines in about six months. But 
Um, it also it all depends on how aggressive you are with your tuning. So if you want to go, if you want your engine to be as fast as it possibly can, or you want to get the greatest mileage you possibly can, you can do that. But it's also going to shorten life expectancy of that engine. Uh, if you're a little bit more moderate with it, like you get good power, you get seven and a half, eight minutes out of runtime, then yeah, I mean, I think that engine will run safe and it'll last you a year, maybe even longer. And then the biggest thing is keeping up on your uh, your bearings. I've noticed that engines start to feel, they start to feel like they're wearing out, but it's just the bearings. And if you just change the bearings out, the engine will be totally fine. But don't wait to, don't wait to change your bearings. If, if your engine's uh, sitting for like more than maybe a month or so, I would just put fresh bearings in just just as a precaution. Or, we, or, we can or engine oil. After run oil too. Don't forget that. After run, yeah. Mar- the after run oil is for sure. Yeah. Yep. But like we can our what I do with our engines, our race engines is literally we'll run like P and B. Um we've ran three JBRLs, I think, since P and B. Like that engine's already out of the car. Going back to Adam, um, Adam will put a slight pinch on it, change change the, the rod and the bearings, and then send it back um, type of thing. So basically every four races, we're literally pinching the engine back down to get more compression. But they'll last us the whole year that way. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we changed the rod just because uh, some people trying to get a hold of Marshall's tension mm-hmm. might be a little bit hard on some engines. And <laughs> yeah. So it's just for a couple. Or if you're angry. You know, uh, right, a rod, a rod's a lot cheaper than a whole engine. Yep. So you know, just yep. <clears throat> that's so. It's and they, like and every three tuning months, too. we're basically sending Adam our agent, and then we, the one that he just fixed, we'll put back in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that the rod, the, like when it gets a little bit of slop in that bushing, man, that can that can affect your tune as well. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I would, the for me, like I also I don't measure in in time. I would measure in gallons. Uh, yeah, I would. Um, the rod, like especially after a break in, you might want to, you might get a little bit more time, another gallon off that rod, and then you want to change it. And uh, yeah, I think that's and Barons, like Wally said, and I think the best thing to have is maybe two engines or three, and then rotate them. Uh, so you awesome. have one that you practice with, and then one that you go to big races with, and yep. then you have a spare one. So I know it's expensive. But honestly, with nitro racing, anything can happen. I mean, you lose an air filter. That's your engine, and you suck dirt. That's your engine done. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, the head comes loose, and just anything can happen. So, um, yeah, I would, you know, just, just, and 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 when they get a little bit, no compression, like, just get a pinch on them, and then throw another rod in there, and then go, and just run it. I mean, they don't last forever. So, but they do last a lot better than what they used to, so. That's good. Yeah, Shane, don't don't get uh, awesome. don't be too worried about two to three engines. Um, that's like if you're racing a lot, mm-hmm. you could definitely do this whole thing totally fine with just one. Okay, you don't need to have two to three engines all the time. That would be right. my thing because I always don't like to have extra. Don't get discouraged. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have one knife. I have five just in case. You know, you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> For like, what I like to try and do is do like a practice engine and a race engine. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's probably one of my. That's probably the best way you can do it. I think. <laughs> he says, "Hey, he says two to three engines." To my buddy Shane, while well, I used to race a lot, and um, but you always, I would always want to have a backup engine for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I mean, backup engine for sure. That's a good way. Running one engine, you can do it, but it's risky because mm-hmm. you lose an engine and now you're out. So, right. Well, Gator Man. Hello, are you there? Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Sweet. I appreciate the info. I appreciate your support, man. Have you you. guys ever seen? uh, Have you guys ever seen Mega Truck Racing? RC. Is that the? Is that like mud slinging? Mud trucks? (laughs) Yes. You know who does that? Colin Branch has made mud trucks. Yeah. And was getting into that. He made personalized mud trucks and. Uh, he got into that. I don't know. He hasn't done it for a while, but I think there are a group of people doing that. He would be the one to talk to about that. Colin Branch up there in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's definitely. Well, it's really cool. Truck a series and yeah, I know. It was really awesome. We need to get a damn series on that, on, on that channel too. I don't know. We gotta we gotta become popular. I guess my interview with that lady didn't go well. I guess there's not gonna be an RC reality TV show. I did an interview a few months ago. Oh I remember that. Yeah, that was I appreciate crazy. it, you guys. Thanks for uh, oh. taking my call. Thank you, Chris, and um thank you for all the support, man. And be careful there's gators and there's anacondas and everything else that could kill you down there for Australia. I carry my machete with me. I'm there ready. There you go. Most best weapon you can have. Oh, he's on it. <laughs> he's on it. All right. Talk to you later, dude. All right, guys. Peace. All right. We, we did have a couple questions before we take our last phone call. One was from Chris Trudeau, and this is for Tim. He wants to know, how, had, how, has, the transi- how has the transition been to team manager, and is Camden the most difficult to work with? <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, no, it's been yeah, it's yeah. been uh, definitely enlightening. Um, the uh, it's hard. What What's funny is you know, and I've probably been guilty of this too. I kind of talked to Adam about it this weekend. Was like sometimes these guys think their discount, like the percentage of discounts as a team manager, is ridiculous. First of all, like some companies. Raise their retail so high, but they'll give you 75% off. Yeah. But the retail's three times what it is. So they're really not a 75% driver. You're a 50% driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they give you MSRP know? pricing. So, well, that's how they get people because yeah. it's, you know, they, oh, you're 75%. Yeah. You know what? You're freaking 50% direct customer. No offense. Uh, the, uh, and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying, no, that, I know exactly what, what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what they are. You know, you like you look at the results and you're like, you finished 90th at, you know, NDRC or whatever. Like, you like to be a 60, 70 percent guy, you need to be in top 24 in NDRC yeah, in the club race yeah. or whatever, at least, if not, you know, top 10, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's just the most, it's just eye opening what people think they're worth or, you know, and then you go on their social media and they never even, tagged any of their stuff prior. Um, you know, that I look at that stuff. Like if you're not promoting the brands, then I don't want you like, you know, we're here to sell, sell cars. You got to bring value to the company that's supporting you. That's the biggest thing. It's a, it's a two way street. It's either on the track, it's on social media. You have to somehow be valuable to the company or you probably going to get dropped. Right. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. 
but yeah, no, the, just the whole discount thing. It's just, it, that's the frustrating part. Um, because we've got to make money no matter what, you know? Um, that's what this whole thing's you know, about. Right. You know, it's, uh, I mean, I like to give anybody, you know, a good discount, but when, you know, like companies, mm-hmm. you know, Z or whatever you want to call it, you know, I know they they like last year were like a bunch of 60% guys. You know what? That's only because they raised the retail when a caster block costs $75 still, you know, like, well, you're really a 50%, you're a 50% guy at that point, you know? So I don't know. And uh, one thing that you get is is that when you tell somebody, oh, well, it's 25% off, they're like, well, I want 50. Well, that is more than what that guy is getting at 50%. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's That's more. what people don't look at. And I try to tell people, hey, look at the retail of this part and then look at where we're at. It's We're going to be at the same part. The, being a team manager has definitely been a, a very challenging. Look at this kid. I mean, look, I just had a, I mean, you know, I had to, I, I personally got involved with the, with the children, uh, with the children, with racers and, and get involved with them. And so when they leave, it kind of, it, it upsets me. And I, and I'm, I've got, I've learned it's okay to be upset. So, you know, it doesn't mean I'm, we're not going to be oh, friends, yeah. but. I mean, I just, you lost, you lost one this week. I thought it was like a JQ guy for life. I know, you know? I know. Shout out to Ashton. I was upset about that. I told him to wait. He didn't wait, but I get it. I understand. And. I wish him all the best. Did it? Am I upset? Of course, yes. But it's not much I can do, and I just wish him the best. And there's a there's a company right there that I just tell you about the what their retail is yeah. to discount percentage. Yeah. It's they're paying more. I shouldn't say the name, but they're paying <laughs> their drivers are paying more money than anybody. I know, I know, but I mean, I I also. I've I've come to the conclusion that we're like this. Someone said it. JQ's the sauber of RC, uh, and I feel like <laughs> RC talent scout sometimes just scouting talent for everybody else. Or this is the best yeah. analogy I've come up with. It. I'm that guy. You you know you see that girl at the bar, and she's she's hot. And you go up, you start buying her drinks, and you're talking to. You think yeah, we're connecting. And then here comes in big dick, pretty boy, and takes away from you. And then you are there and bought <laughs> drinks all this night. And you're not going. You're going him empty-handed because somebody else is going to go. But this is how it goes. We just have to change things in RC. Period. Once we change things in RC, things will be better. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of things that we could change too. Like there's, I mean, like from race formats to the way sponsorships are done. Like we need to get rid of raw. I think there's a, there's a lot of things that we could change and make this better. And um, I'm hoping. Oh. I'm hoping that I got. I mean, we got some stuff going on for next year for Wally builds, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I think 2021 is going to make something happen like that. I think so, too. Can, mm-hmm. can we uh, rant on that real quick? What's that, Roar or Formats? Yeah. Roar, did Which you one? see? Roar, like, I was in a meeting with Roar saying they're not going to have any nationals mm-hmm. at all this year. And they had an on-road national right? this week. Yeah, like Jeff's favorite thing in the world is on-road. And they, right? they, they screwed so, the guy who won GT. They screwed him out of his way. What's that? The well, Dominican I guy. Thank you, over. Right, one CC over, but he won by six laps, and then he said they didn't tech his they didn't tech his tank in front of him or whatever. And I, I don't know how the rules work, but let's be let's be honest. Uh, Look, either Raw needs to like do something, or get get out and let somebody else come in and do it. You know what I mean? Because it's it's you can't expect to do your job well if you only do it once a year. 
you know, or whatever. I, I don't know, man. I just yeah. I could go on about Roar and, and Ifmar and all that stuff to my till I'm blue. But um, I, will. I will say the new competition director at Roar is trying to make headway. I will give him that. Well, who is awesome. who's the president of Roar? Is it Chuck? Is it the guy Klein Hagen or whatever his name is? Or is it the guy Jeff Parker? I'm confused. No, Jeff Jeff is just on the competition director because okay. he's the Ifmar president. Okay. So, oh right, he's Chuck. the Fmar president. Right, uh, right, 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 right. So right, right. He wouldn't but come yeah, on the no, podcast. Like, um, what was that? He wouldn't reply to my request to come on the podcast because we started oh. that whole lefty for Ifmar thing, and then they I was gonna say, I think, they got uh, pissed you, off at us and reported us to Facebook and all that stuff. The wrong way, huh? <laughs> I want to say something different, but I had to like back out of it. Right. <laughs> right? The, uh, but yeah, no, it's like. Uh, <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't hear what you said, but I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'm sure you'll tell me. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do, man. We need to do something. I agree. Um, like I said, the new, yeah. the new guy. I think his name's uh, Clinton or something like that. Clayton, Clayton, um, new competition director. He's actually got a bunch of us as manufacturers together um, to try to talk and how to start with a scale and how to improve the whole program and go from there. So he, he hasn't um, contacted me. I, I'm the manager. You know what? I'll <laughs> add you. I'll add you. You know what? That's I don't need any more I'll stress. I don't need any more stress. <laughs> I'll be getting pissed off in there and be out of that group in a hey, heartbeat. You can just listen. You can mute your mic and just listen. <laughs> you know, at least you can hear what's going on. All right. Well, we have one question. This is for you, Wally, and then we're going to go on to our last call. Shane, he's, a, he's, a, he's the newbie from Tennessee. He wants to know, I'm trying to understand setup. Is there a way to prioritize which part of the car to set up on given how the car feels, or is there like three to four adjustments uh, doing the same thing? Does this make sense? Uh, I think I understand what it's that one's. Say. That one's kind of difficult to answer, like straight up. There's not really, a, there's not really one answer for that. Um, so I won't have the exact way to do it, but what I would recommend is starting with a setup that is very similar to the track that you're running on, feeling it out, go out and just do it exactly to a to what the setup says. If it says, if there's stuff in the notes, you have to run these arms or these towers or these shocks or these pistons, you need to do that. Like you need to copy the setup exactly to what it says because every single piece of that setup does something to make that setup work. If you do 90% of that, but you're like, oh, I don't have these pistons. I'll just use, I'll use these. These will be okay. Or I don't have hard arms. I'll just use stock arms you're not going to get the same result. And then you're going to go back to the, okay, well, this setup sucks. So start with a setup that's 100% accurate to what it says. And then just make adjustments there. And then, I mean, you could do small changes uh, as far as roll centers uh, with like, with links in height and length. Um, Ride height changes are pretty small. And then... One of the biggest things that you kind of was well, more for outdoor and eight scale because temperatures of a track vary through the day quite a bit. I mean, we were in Palm Desert where uh, if you ran in the morning, it was maybe like 65, 70 degrees. Uh, and then by the middle of the day, it was back, it was up to like 90 to 100. And then for the mains, it was back down to 65, 70. So the biggest thing is you want to you want to keep the car the same feel all the way through that day, even though your oils are thinning out or thickening up going up and down. Um, so you want to follow those types of things. So one of the biggest things that I found that helps is for every 10 degrees 
that the weather changes. So let's say you go from 60 degrees to 70 degrees. You go up two and a half weight all the way around and vice versa. If it goes down from 70 to, or if it goes from 70 down to 60, you go down two and a half weight. And that'll keep the, the feel of the car, no matter what temperature, it'll keep it consistent. So you're never relearning what to drive. You're, you have a car that feels, I'd say 90 to 95% the same as what it did when it was 65 degrees. So now it's 80 to five degrees. So yeah. that's what, that's one of the biggest things I think for consistency and then keeping up on your diff oils. Um, just make sure those are always like up to date. Don't, don't let them, don't let them just wear out and like just mm-hmm. burn all the oil. Cause the oil does break down after a while. Yeah. Speaking of that, well, like, like I have a chart actually that, um, and I'll use the weather app like mm-hmm. and figure out what time we're racing. And I have a chart already pre-done. Like it says at this time, exactly. But no, I'll go on and look four hours ahead of time. Like, Hey, it's going to be at this time. It's going to be this. And I go look at the shock weight where we need to be to be consistent. Yeah. Which, you know, you can find that's, that. That's actually. Way to do it. Keep a log. Like, I'm working with my buddy Jordan. He does a lot of stuff. He's like the uh, marketing guy for YT Bikes, and uh, <laughs> he's actually at the other end of the trailer as well right now. But all right on. He, uh, we're working on like a whole file, so we're gonna log every single change, every setup that we've done, what we did for this temperature, what we did for this. We're gonna have like a whole file for each one of our drivers, so we know what they liked, what they didn't like. We'll have everything that we can go back to and figure things out. There he is. There's Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. So that's my guy. He's going to be pretty much – he's going to be actually be the WB marketing guy uh, going into 2021. Sweet. So that would be pretty cool. He's going to be doing that and then also locking all the data um, as far so that we can get everything accurate and really going. That's awesome. And tires. Like Let's not forget tires. Oh, man. We have – we have two Tire more calls to get through. And then Tire is huge. Also temperature sensitive. Yep. Yep. Yes. You know. Um, Very temperature, temperature sensitive. JQ likes, to, <laughs> JQ likes to temp his tires. To check him, that's pretty Struggle cool. bus over here. You look like you're struggling there, uh, Wally. I'm actually doing just fine. I've just had speech problems lately. But, uh, he, has, he has Kaylin next to him. He's I know. Fine. He's nervous. He's nervous. <laughs> Uh, he says, we gotta get right Kate, we gotta get Caitlin on the podcast. We gotta get we gotta get some more female. We gotta have a female. I think we should do one of the one of your full podcast shows with her. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna get more female racers on there. Shane says, "Thank you. Uh, keep up. Just don't let nobody convince you to do anything." Oh, Shane, if you like techno, you stick with techno, and um, mm-hmm. you learn that and learn a car. Don't switch too much. Like people always make that mistake of switching, and um. Yeah. You gotta you gotta stick with a car and learn it, and it takes more than six months to learn a car, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. good stuff. The grass isn't always greener on the other exactly, side. Exactly, exactly. One of the biggest exactly. things. Um, we have a couple more calls, and then we're gonna call it for tonight. We have Sean Rusin. He's been on there for a long time. What's up, Sean Rusin? What's up, guys? How you guys doing tonight? What's up, Mister Mister RC? Okay. That's your new name. Mr. RC. Yes. He does he does get that. He's he's he the does most well rounded that I know of. Everything in RC. Yep. Except fly. I haven't seen you fly. Oh, I do. I'll have to I'll have to uh I'll have to post up some videos. I got airplanes and helicopters. Don't Jeez, worry. I'm not surprised. What about boats? You got boats? <laughs> yes, got boats too. Oh dude. Uh, he, oh, yeah. he, he's he's well rounded. He, he takes it. 
He takes it. He's well-rounded. Yeah, I, yeah, I got a book. I actually <laughs> am in the middle of building a uh, BBY Racing uh, one six scale top fuel hydro boat that I'm trying to get 100 miles an hour out of. There you go. So there's a lot, going, cool. lot going into that car. Or into that boat. That boat costs yep. more than, than a few nitro buggies. There we go. <laughs> Boats, bring out another thousand. That's what they say, even in RC. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, that's it. That's it. But I'm trying to hit 100 on, on water and, a, and a, at like 200 feet or so, 220, I think it is, or something like that. Whatever the six, whatever the one six scale quarter mile, maybe we'll only get 80, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's all for fun anyway, right? Yes. Yo, are you yeah, still working nights, fun. dude? Um, tonight I'm not working, but uh, yeah, normally I am. Today, today I was down in San Diego on the high rise. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back on nights next week for the next for the next three weeks. Nights are hard, nights. man. Nights are hard. I love nights, but yeah. they're hard. Nights are. It's brutal because one week I'll be working nights and then the next week I'm up at five o'clock in the morning going to work. And so it's just, you know, you got to acclimate like within two days. You got two days to kind of shift gears and get back in it. And then you know what I'm doing in those two days. So, um, you know, I'm racing. So like uh, the nights that I'm working all night Friday and then I go race Saturday morning. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sweet. yeah. All right. I saw it. I mean, I saw it at CTRC. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, and, and it's you know, my, I, I had to bail that one day because it was just I was just fatigued. But this weekend's Yuma, we have our what is it, NPRC? Uh, uh, what's it called? I'm trying to think of it. The Southwest Nationals is what we're doing this weekend. Mm-hmm. So okay. I imagine I imagine there's going to be a bunch of people out there. I'm wondering if Ryan Mayfield will be there. I don't know. I know that he just won mm-hmm. a drag race <laughs> so he, in his car. So he's been winning over in Arizona. He's good. Yeah. He probably yeah, went and so pumped a whole I bunch of money into his car. Arizona, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Arizona guys at this deal, I would think. So it should be cool. I walked into OCRC the other day, and uh, Matthew uh-huh. Willoughby, he's kind of like the local guy there. He's get they're all getting into the drag stuff there because they're building the whole stuff, all the stuff in the back. Wow! And uh, he was there's no belted there's no belted front tires I guess so I've I've kind of found this oh, out. Oh really? He was literally gluing I, um... gluing the inside of the tire so that it was hard. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, is that I like right or is that decision. not good? No, you couldn't glue. Uh, I don't think you want your front wheels to glue or, or to grow at, at, at the top end. And they, I, I think they will, because I've had my front tires blow off at the top end. So they're definitely stretching enough to want to get off the wheel and rip the glue off. So wow. I think that if, you know, going back to ballooning and thinking about ballooning, I think keeping the tire tight is, is, you know, more, deformation of the tire the harder the car is to drive you know at at, right. at at the speed so i think uh yeah i think that's a smart decision i mean i got to see those de wheels this we had a little uh test and tune thing last weekend and proline came out with their big daddies and and uh chris was out there with those new de front wheels they're real they're kind of tall and they're super thin and there's like there's like no rubber hardly to the sidewall to the to the tire on the inside of the wheel. It's on the outside they make it look like it's actually got rubber to it. But when you look on the inside of the car, there's literally the top of the tread 
is right where it's glued to the there's no sidewall <laughs> on the inside. Mm. Oh. Zip. <clears throat> it's interesting wheel, but uh, they're really yeah. thin. I think you I think you kind of skate at top at top speed like uh, you don't have you definitely lose a little steering, I think. Your contact patch is like little to none, mm. you know. Gotcha. So, but when you're trying to scrub that speed, I mean, now looking at these numbers of what these guys are ETAs, I mean, it's down to tenths, you know. And so whatever people you getting fast, man. What you got to do. People are getting yeah, fast. Yeah, they are. And they're, it's growing. They're getting it's, it's really growing. fast. It's growing for sure. They're getting really fast, really quickly too. It's the 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 people that are getting fast are doing it. Fa- you know, they're accomplishing that goal quickly is what I'm trying to say, you know, so, yeah. um, it's made me think about my next, my next build. You know, I was going to do another rear engine and now I'm thinking, I don't know, man, I'm a lot of these cars, a lot of these outlaws are mid either lay down or stand up, you know, and I'm kind of leaning towards the B6.2 D and thinking carbon fiber is the next before, before uh, Vegas, you know, because I, you yeah. don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even was Black listening to Tim. That's... Tim's going back to, yeah. to AE or like to a short course based car. I was listening to his yeah. podcast and um, he was he frustrated. He car coming. Yeah. Yeah. That aero car has got, he switched the aero car into a 13.5 just because 13.5 is, you can drive it without even touching the wheel. So Wally, um, what are we gonna race, yeah. Wally? What are we gonna race? We haven't made up our mind. Are we gonna race thirteen five or mod? We're not racing thirteen five. We've gone over this. Mod baby, go all the horsepower, dog. All or nothing, right, Tim? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, uh, yep, mod. hey, hey J- JQ not, saying hello. Yeah. This one. If you crash, it's gonna Uh-oh. be spectacular. Is that Joseph? Yeah, he says run RC two format. Oh my God. He's, you know, he's going to bother you for life about that, but you know, he has been, no, he has been, he (laughs) has been, sorry. (laughs) I know. He was supposed to find out if Lifetime can do it. He was supposed to find out if Lifetime can do it. I haven't seen a message back from him today. So we've been busy. We've been busy today too. Joseph and I have been working on some things. It's going to be pretty cool when that happens. Sean. I like what Trevor just said. Excuse me. I I like what Trevor just said. In the comments. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Sean, what is the entry list yeah. looking like for Vegas right now? I I I, I bet you we're going to hit two hundred. I think I think someone is going to walk out of there with almost twenty grand. Yeah, I'm thinking that you're going to be looking at yeah, like eighteen, eighteen. I mean, at at, mm-hmm. at two hundred people, it's eighteen thousand. So yeah, um, you know, yeah, I mean, with the amount of <laughs> you know people what? that have signed up. There's a lot of sponsors. Tyler's got a, a fistful of sponsors that are in on this thing, and it's going to be huge. Man. It's going to be big. Wow. I can't wait. big, giant party for a couple days. And the NNRC is a sponsor of this. Woo. Yes, it yeah, is. Man. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's going to yeah. be awesome. No, I think yep. we're going to do a – I was talking to Tyler. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe doing uh-huh. a drag race specific – drag racing-specific show once a month with you guys. And um, hopefully get some of these guys on her talking smack and get some call outs going and all that type of stuff. So I'm loving it. Yeah, it's it's really fast. Fast. I know what happened to him with the imagine 
Arizona, oh, sorry. I say Arizona is always fast at everything in RC. I, it is, though. It's on yeah. they're the fastest. <laughs> My dip has got right. the fastest car right. right now, though, right? The fastest car is out of Oklahoma, isn't it? Right now. I think so. Uh, Dibs? Dibs, that sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, Dibs has got the fastest. There's a lot of fast guys in Arizona. Dibs is making loop. His, his but, like, uh, his like gave up off-road racing altogether just to drag race. Wow. <laughs> well, at those, at those takings, it's, you, you know, you couldn't, <laughs> if you're traveling around every single weekend going to a race, you, you know, uh, especially a big one, you could take home a few hundred bucks every every single weekend. There so that go. adds up real mm-hmm. fast. Uh, hopefully, right, right. hopefully we, if we things came go out as... with a speaking show for that. Huh? We came out with our own speaking show for drag racing now. Really? That works. Yeah, it's called nice. a D- really? DRK. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Yeah, it is definitely uh, drag racing like based. Uh, Colin and Willie worked on it. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. Awesome. awesome. On off. People are recognizing it. I can't wait. We got we to gotta build. Wally, you got to get your car built, man. Stop procrastinating. Um, we'll get one. Get a get a stock car. Hey. Race there. hey, the problem is that nothing is in stock. Oh, there we go. That definitely would be a yeah, problem. That's my problem. Yeah. That is the biggest problem I'm having right now. I have everything to build it. Sweet. Just waiting for a chassis. Hey, when we have a second, I want to touch base on Trevor's thing. So, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Sean. Yeah. yeah, hang on for a minute. We just had a question from one of the one of the listeners, Trevor Paul. He's a patron too. What's up, Trevor? The Ronat should be set up like Loretta's Loretta Lynn's quali- Loretta. Da-da-da-da. Loretta's yeah, area. Loretta's area quals, regional quals, then Nats, but with a pro class and a um, amateur class, not two hundred classes like Loretta's or other big races. Yeah, I agree. I think there should be. Um, and actually, I was listening to Rip, uh, Jason Reynolds' podcast, and Chuck Cle- <laughs> Chuck Kleinhagen, who is the president of Raw. Sorry, I have it right. He said they're looking to do four races next year, or in the future, to qualify yeah. for um, the nationals, which I think will be great. This is uh, this is yeah. the way I was talking about with Clay- Clayton um, earlier. Mm-hmm. This is a that I we didn't invite you, unfortunately, Keenan. So I apologize on that. But this is where they had the, all the all the manufacturers together, uh-huh. and we've been on a, a conference call with everybody. And you know, it's now setting up. How do you get a provisional in case you have a family member die, you know, or you get hurt, but you can't travel? Um, you know, like say that let's say Mayfield, you know, um, for, like he what he finished like twenty fourth at um, at nationals last year, right? Mm-hmm. So they're talking about top 20 automatically get an invite. Mm-hmm. So now Mayfield's out. So now Mayfield goes to his regional. Let's say he gets sick, can't go. And then something happens with the other four. How, you know, he should be. Well, they can kind of battle that, that with if you are a past national champion, you could automatically be in. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, okay, Seth Van Dalen, let's use him. You know, type mm-hmm. of guy. Like, he should be in there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um but so manufacturers would get so many like one provisional that you could use on your guy to right, get right. him into the top eighty. So. That makes sense. But yeah, no, yeah. there's so there's uh, there's some stuff going with that which I'm excited about. You know? That's good. Maybe we get some people so, that want to do some things. It's not easy either. They, that, yeah, that's what I felt like. They actually there's a couple guys that have been dealing with it on the road side actually want to make it better. 
Good. Well, I'm yeah. not going to give him too much shit now. All right. <laughs> but I'm going to have to keep giving them some shit so they change. Except they should never have had the on-road fucking nationals this year. They should have not. Uh, well, man, I... Asterisks. I, I, yeah, that, I don't know. that race, that race, I guarantee did not break even. Where I think they had hundred inches. National, they had hundred inches. I don't think they did. Oh, oh I, I didn't. They, they didn't have hundred percent. They barely like. Not trying to, not trying to step on anyone's on road toes here. But I mean, nationals for on road cars haven't been that big lately no, as of, of course, late, no, anyways. Have. So not in America. No, anyway. I don't think I've ever been. I mean, I remember seeing twelve scale barely having a heat one time on carpet nats or something like that. They had like maybe right, six I mean, cars. Like, touring car heyday. I mean, they did well, but like that's been fifteen years now yeah. since that's right. gone away. Well, I think no in baseball. Europe, I think in Europe on road, I think Europe and Asia on road is is bigger, and especially like in South America, it's that GT class, which is real popular, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem right. to be as popular in America, unfortunately. But um, hey, we got national. We got national like, championship. Like Germany and um, I think Germany and Switzerland into it. Uh, I think Italy, it's big, really big, and uh, France. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like Austin. in European countries, the on road, the on road stuff is still okay. Yeah, they they race yeah. a lot in Europe. So, and um, and in Asia, Asia is really where the eight scale is really big. I think. Yeah, and um, that's where a lot of money is. So. But the GT I'm, class I'm is really big. Car. The GT class, like the the one that's based off the eight scale chassis, uh, off her chassis, that's growing. That's big in South America and all through the Caribbean. I have one here, and um, I'm get, I'm getting one. I'm gonna go to Steel City and run it. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. I I still love watching those cars I feel run. Like I'd kill an eight scale. I think I'll I feel like anything. I'd kill anything. Eight scale in a matter of minutes. <laughs> Hey, that's how I feel about it. I feel like the minute it shifts, I'm gonna get a bottle stick and it's gonna crash. Right. Well, (laughs) well, I think um, I think that's it for tonight, guys. If you have anything else you want to say, it looks like Caitlin wants to get cracking, and uh, she looks bored. So I'm gonna close it up to her. She's alright. She's doing okay. She's fine. She needs to smile, Caitlin. Don't tell me to smile, you she, bastard. She can't hear you, by the way. Oh, yeah, she can't hear me. I thought she might have been listening. <laughs> no, because then we get that, like, that weird delayed yes. Yes. sound. All right. Well, what's he saying? Right. All right, well, she I wanna... said you have to smile more. Oh, yes. it's just my face. I always look angry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You look like you wanted to kill me earlier. I don't know. She's totally cool. She's chilling. Sweet. Um... But anyway, guys, Tim, I want to appreciate your time coming on the podcast. It's I greatly appreciate it. Um, Thank you for having me, man. Good luck with S-Works, everything that you're doing, and Camden. Yeah. Uh, good luck with the U.S. Open. Check them out. If you was on the fence, go, because there ain't many big races, and this is going to be fun, and you're going to have fun there in El Paso. Trust me. I know. And um, Wally, thank you for your time. Uh, of course. We, we probably won't be back until after the 100th episode. Uh, we have that coming up next week, so come f- if everybody join in, Joseph's going to be with us. We're going to do an actual live, actual live podcast. I don't know how it's going to work. Nice. But with Joseph, do- with Joseph? Cool. But the last time he got live, I had to mute him. Um, I was going to say. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, so Smoker, you to come in. We need to get the three philosophies from Velocity from Smoker. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everybody that called in. Thank you to all the NNRC squad around the world. 
All the patrons on Patreon that support us, shout out to all the awesome companies that support us. They are Techno RC that bought you the NNRC hotline, RCMX, Beach RC, Rob's Oil for all your Amsoil products, Manscaped.com. Sean, have you got your lawnmower 3.0 yet? No, I need to get a lawnmower 3.0. Don't forget to use that promo and, code. And, and, and Oh, I will. I will. I appreciate it, man. Um, put my wife to work. There you go. Mine's gonna, actually my, my barber. Well, I hate to say this, but my barber cut my hair. He came to my house and cut my hair, and then he shaved my back. I know that's gross, but he did it. He offered to do it. I said, "Sure, go ahead. I don't mind." With his own, not with my landscaper, not with my manscaper. Shout out to Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, um, NNRC. You got a you got a discount code there. Uh, Sun City RC. That's the host of the U.S. Woo. Open. Shout out to JQ Threads, Wally Buds, my buddy Zach Thomas uh, Thompson. Check him out. Clean, clean freak. I know I messed everything out, up. And shout out to Connor Ailers of Duluth Cranes. Remember, everybody, nitrous to glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. And if you ain't grinding and sliding, uh, I guess, uh, thank you. And see you guys next week for... One more thing. What happened, Wally? You say Wally Buds, it sounds like I'm now a dealer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I always do. I always say that. I don't know if that's quite right. Wally I mean. builds. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's my uh, maybe it's 2022's new. Uh, Wally builds. I'm sorry. It's it's you're also the way I say. Yeah, I mean you're right. You're right. Hey. You're right. Hey. <laughs> and that kind of goes hand in hand. So. <laughs> we'll see. Wally builds. Also the way I say least. it. The way I say it kind of messes. I say Wally Bills. Wally, Wally Buds. Wally Buds, man. It's Bermudian regular artist. I'm sorry. I get it mixed up. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, Wally. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, yep. Sean. Thanks, everybody. We got to go. You're um, welcome. Check you guys later. Sounds All good. All right. Later, man. See ya. See ya.